Hi, you're listening to the Hope Church Sermon Podcast. At Hope, our mission is to help people know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Now, join us as we listen in on a sermon from last Sunday. It is our hope that you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. because I believe that you came in very heavy hearted with something that I don't know about because I can't be in your brain. So I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what you had this week happen to you. I don't know what fight you rolled up in. I don't know if you and your wife were semi like, you know, about to throw hands in the car. Like, I don't know what you were going through on the way here, but this is what I like to do. I like to challenge our students to do this. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to put your hands out in front of you. Like you're receiving a gift from God. And I want you to say this to yourself in your own mind, maybe in your own words, dear God, speak to me. Whatever I went through before I got into this service, clear my mind and teach me something. Amen, amen. Give yourself a round of applause, that's amazing. Hey, I like to do that because again, you just never know what you go through. And today we're talking about some good stuff. And I titled this message, Jesus is not just a Sunday thing. Jesus is not just a Sunday thing. And I wanna talk to you about some serious things that we go through, not at church, right? Like not the serious stuff sometimes isn't always at church. Like the church is like the party part, right? Like the church is when we come in and we're like, woo, this is amazing. Like Diana just killed that song. I don't know why I'm country church, but like we, we have a lot of fun here, right? And then we leave and that's where the challenging parts come, right? And, and I have this idea because this, this, I've been working out a little bit, right? I've been running and, and I've been trying to thank you from the, front, from the front row. He's like, good, you were getting on edge of obesity. No, I'm just kidding. I, I've, been, I've been running and I've been working out and I've been trying really hard to lose weight, right? But here's the thing. I run and I run, 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 run miles, right? Like I run like three miles at least. And then I come back and I'm like sweaty and I'm like, what's up, babe? And like, she's like holding the baby. And I'm like, I just got done working out. And she's like, wow, you look amazing. I'm like, thanks. It was like 30 minutes. Like, you know, like you come back and you expect like this, I'm just gonna come back with abs. For some reason when I'm running, I have this idea that like, because my, my shirt is sweaty, I'm gonna have abs when I get home and I take my shirt off. But that's not how that works, by the way. So I get home and, and I'm real, and I'm stepping on the scale. I used to wrestle. So I, I loved cutting weight. I loved wearing sweatshirts and getting, you know, the sweat bags and spitting in a cup. And like, it's disgusting sport. Don't let your sons or daughters ever wrestle someday, except for it's really amazing at the same time. So I I love doing it. And so I love working out. You know, you gain weight after high school. It's just a thing. And so I wasn't always this chubby, but I wanted to lose a little bit of weight. But here's my problem. Every time I got back from a run, I stepped on that scale, right? And I'm like, okay, all right. I'm not going to give you my weight, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it says 160, right? So 160, I'm like, okay, all right, all right. By tomorrow, I bet I'll be like 158, like no problem, right? I'm just going to keep losing. And so I'm like, okay, I jump back on that scale. And I look down and I'm like, 163. And I'm like, okay, this is a problem. Emily, something's wrong with our scale. Let's go and buy one from Target, not Walmart, because this one's messed up. And so, so you know, I'm, and then I step back on it and it just keeps going up and going up and going up. And my problem is, what happens is when I go and I work out, I go all in on the running part. I'm all in, I'm dedicated, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna lift, I'm gonna do all this. But there's another side to working out and that is eating right. 
Like there's another side where like you can't just eat whatever you want. I'm, I mean, I'm going downtown Winter Garden. I'm picking up everything because I'm starving. I'm burning off calories. And then I'm putting all of this food in my mouth. And Emily's like, hey, you should probably slow down. I'm like, no, I'm good. I worked out today. And this is the problem in our lives. I think this is what we do sometimes is we have this idea that we can go half in and still see results. And just like in the church, we come in on a Sunday and we live this Sunday part and we're running, running, running. We're working out, we're working out and everything's going so good. But as soon as I get home or as soon as I get in the car, everything goes downhill because we're half in, not all the way in. Basically in the church, we're, we're, we're doing the working out and lifting part, but the, the after part, which is the hard part, which is the eating part in our own lives and our spiritual lives, we're not doing it at all. And we're living this amazing life, but here's our problem. Sunday was encouraging, but Monday, as soon as I got home, Monday morning, we woke up, we got ready for work. I fought with my spouse. Sunday was amazing, but Monday I chose that substance over God. Sunday was amazing, but as soon as I got home, Monday I caught myself being unloyal to my wife and checking out those things that I shouldn't check out. Or Sunday was amazing, but I caught myself in that drama or that lie as soon as I got back to work. Sunday was incredible, but Monday was terrible. Because I truly believe we make Jesus just a Sunday thing when Jesus is an all the way, every single day kind of thing. Amen? Yeah, thank you, Joanna. You're the best. Joanna. But this is the problem. We go home and we realize, man, this just stinks. It's because we have this idea in our head that Sunday was a small encouragement. Sunday was an encounter. Sunday was fun. But Sunday is just a bandage on the womb that you came in. The wound. The, not the womb. The wound that you came in. Like Sunday was encouraging and I, and I had an encounter with Jesus and I had this amazing time and I, and I came up to the front and I kneeled and I prayed or me and my spouse like actually hugged each other and we worshiped together. I, Ryan, I even got my hand up this high. It was crazy. Like I felt the Holy Spirit. Next week I'm going this high. Like it was incredible. I had an encounter with Jesus, but the problem is Sunday is just a bandage on the wounds that you come in with. And God doesn't want you to just have band-aids. He wants you to be fully repaired, fully restored, fully healed, fully taken care of. He doesn't want to just slip you a band-aid. He wants to slip you like a cast, uh, uh, something that's going to fix you, something that's going to heal you. But we rely on these band-aids, which is just Sunday morning. And can I tell you what? Sunday mornings aren't bad, right? I'm not up here saying like, don't come to church because it's not worth it. I'm saying Sunday is amazing. But what are we going to do on Monday to make Jesus just not a Sunday thing? Am, am I catching your attention a little bit? Do I, get, do, I, do I have you a little bit? I'm looking in Matthew 7, 24 through 7. And it's going to be short today. You know why? Because we got kids in here and you're lucky. And we have, not Kona Ice. What do we have, Jerry? Jeremiah's, not Jerry's. We got Jerry's ice out there. We got a ton of stuff. It's going to be amazing. And so I got a short message for you, but it's a convicting one. And can I ask you, as we start to talk about some things that may be uncomfortable, can you do the opposite of just kind of block it out and try to ignore it and say, oh, that's not for me. That's for someone else. Can I ask you to actually kind of just, we're going to talk about this later, but evaluate your life as I talk to you. Maybe feel a little bit of conviction because I'll tell you what the conviction is. The conviction is the Holy Spirit. Conviction, emotions, like those aren't just like what your parents used to tell you. If you have a good conscience or you have a bad conscience. This is the Holy Spirit we're talking about. And so if you're feeling a little conviction, can I ask you, say, will you, will you say to God, God, just keep convicting me. 
Keep showing me what I need to change in my life. So we're going to look at this passage. It says this, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes, though bad weather comes, though, though like really bad things, that's just a big word for really bad things coming, and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against the house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. It's built on solid rock, on solid foundation. It's like building a house like out of jello. That's for the kids in the room. Like they're like, that's awesome. Like, but in reality, like as a parent, that would be miserable. Your house would just fall over. But what God is saying in his word is that if you build your house, you build your life. If you replace house with your life, if you build your life on something that is more firm than jello, you're going to have a lot more success. And it goes on to say this, but anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it, it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and the floods come and the winds beat against the house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. And here today, I'm telling you, the answer to making Jesus not just a Sunday thing in your life is not just having a foundation of your life that's built on sand and half God, but half worldly substances and half God, but mostly my emotions or half God and my spouse is helping me a little bit. The key to the success of having a life that's not just a Sunday thing where Jesus is kind of important on Sunday, the key is building your life on a firm foundation. A foundation that is a solid rock, a foundation that is God, a foundation that is everything him. And so today we're going to talk about three ways that we can build our house, our life on the rock. Are you good with that? Look, I'm already into my points. Like, this is amazing. We're, we're flying here. The first thing is this. How do we build a firm a foundation? We walk the talk and we talk the talk. We walk the walk and we talk the talk. I messed it up. We walk the walk and we talk the talk. We walk the walk and we talk the talk. What I mean by that is in the beginning of the passage, you see that it says that anyone who obeys my word, anyone who hears my word and actually goes and does it is going to see successfulness in their house transformation slash foundation. And what I'm here to tell you today is sometimes we hear things at church, but we don't actually go produce anything afterwards. We hear things. We love hearing things. We love sucking in all these podcasts. We love listening to Pastor Wes's messages. We love coming to church on Sunday. And it's all in. It's all coming in, but it goes out the other ear. But we don't walk the walk on Sunday. And the Bible is clear that if we, if we want to walk the walk, we got to obey what he says. And that's actually listening and doing. It's actually taking in things and actually going and producing something afterwards. But I think the problem is on Sunday, sometimes we come in with a mindset of this message isn't for me. This message is for my neighbor. You should hear how much they cuss. Wow, they need this message. This message is not for me. This message is for Nancy because Nancy be drinking too much wine at home. Like I'm not, not a Nancy here. I'm talking the metaphorical Nancy's. <laughs> This message is not for me. This is for everyone else. And we live with no conviction because we just hear things, but we don't actually go do anything. And what I'm asking you today is, are you walking the walk with what you're hearing? Now, me and Pastor West, we have a love-hate relationship, okay? And what it is is I love him all the time. He hates me most of the time, right? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. He loves me. I love him. But, but here's the problem is, like, I came in 
on staff as a very young person who doesn't know a lot about ministry, who thinks they know a lot, but actually doesn't. And I need to be built up, right? I need to be groomed. I need to be worked on before I get sent out. And here's the problem is I make a lot of mistakes and my mistakes come from hearing things that Pastor West says, right? That's not the mistake part. I, I listen to Pastor West, right? Pastor West says, hey, I need you to go move that truck. I need you to go do this. I need you to make sure this is done. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, got it, got it, got it. Make sure the truck is done. Make sure the truck is done. I'm even like singing a little song. Make sure the truck is done. Remember, don't forget, or you're going to make him mad. Like, make sure this is done, right? And I'm hearing all these things, but my problem is I don't actually go and do those things. And so what that causes me to do is it causes the problem of the situation that the truck doesn't get moved. And so the truck's not moved, and that's a problem. Because in my life, I'm supposed to listen and I'm supposed to go do. But can you see the conflict in our spiritual lives? If, if, if our boss, God, Pastor West, in my situation, not he's not God, but in this situation, metaphorically, your boss, your ruler, your life director, the person who created the world is speaking into you. And he is saying, hey, I want you to do this. I want you to live this way. I want you to be successful in this way. I want you to hear me in this. And we are saying, got it, God, on Sunday. You are good. I got it. I'm writing it down in a mental note. And then on Monday, we actually don't go do it. It just kind of tosses out of our brain. If we want to build our life on a solid and firm foundation, we have to talk the talk and walk the walk. We actually have to, amen, that's good. You can clap, don't, listen, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna share something with you, okay? Like the guys that I listen to on like uh, Instagram and YouTube and stuff like this, their people are like, yes, God. Like they have like a little bit of organ in the background. And so like, if you clap, that's not gonna throw me off. I get a little hyped up by that. So thank you for the one clap in the back. Um. <laughs> I think our students are even a little more energetic than that. And they, most of them don't, they're forced to be there by their parents. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so we have to walk the walk and we have to talk the talk. The second thing we have to do is this. Take an assessment on your life. Ask yourself seriously, what are my priorities? Do I actually know God? The second thing here is write this down. Write this down because note takers go to heaven for one and two. This week on Monday, when you're fighting with your spouse, you're gonna be able to look at this and take an assessment of your life and actually ask yourself, okay, am I, am I like actually in a relationship with Christ or do I just go to church on Sunday and try to live it and try to do my own thing, but I never get out and do anything because I don't actually have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Take an assessment on your life and actually evaluate, okay, where am I at? What am I doing? How close to God am I? On a scale from one to 10, what's my work ethic? Like I have to do this at work all the time because I have to sit back in my office and ask myself, okay, am I doing this to the best of my ability? Am I doing this for the kingdom? Am I motivated? Am, am, am I ready to rock and roll? Like, am I doing this for the right reasons? Are people's lives being changed? Is God working in this or is it just Ryan? Like, I have to evaluate my life. You have to evaluate your life at work. I know you do because corporate America is hard out there. I'm glad I'm not in that. And I, because I wouldn't do very well. You can ask Diana. Like, like you constantly have to take assessments of your life at work. And in a, not a negative way, better than work, can I ask you in your life spiritually, have you taken an assessment of your spiritual walk? And what I mean by that is asking yourself and being real with yourself, am I in a relationship with Jesus Christ? Is he the center of my life? 
Do I value money, finances, or work over my creator? Because if I never evaluate, I will never truly care about where I'm at. And if I never care about where I'm at, I will never actually care about my relationship with Jesus Christ and my relationship with him will suffer. See how that trickles down? Like if I never actually care where I'm at with Jesus and I just show up to church and I just say like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian on Instagram. Like if I just do those things, like if you never actually evaluate your life, you don't actually care where you're at with God. And if you don't actually care with where you're at with God, then your relationship with him is suffering because he is asking you and begging you and crying out to you to be close to him and sit at his feet with him and, and walk through life with him. But you are just kind of half in, half out and you don't care where you're at. And so to build a firm foundation on your life with Jesus Christ, you sometimes have to take an assessment of your life and see where you're at with him. It's huge. We have to evaluate and truly care about where we are at with our creator in our relationship with him. The third thing is this, make God time an addiction. Make God time an addiction. More than just wake up and read your Bible. I'm saying like actually make God time an addiction. Did you know that you can actually sit at the feet of Jesus? You can actually hear from God. You can actually feel his presence. You can actually walk with him. You can actually see him. You can actually work with him. You can actually have a relationship with him. You can talk and hear back. You can live a comfort. You can live so comfy with him because he is like there to just hug you and be with you. But I think sometimes we look at God as a situational God or a circumstance God. And this is the problem with that. Our circumstances, okay, I see God as a service kind of God. God only in my life has shown up in the services, Ryan. You don't understand. Like God is not in my life showing up unless the lights are going and the band is going and Emily is hitting that C sharp. Like it's only really hitting for me in the service or in my circumstance. Maybe, maybe God to you is a circumstance kind of God. God in my life is only working in the bad times when I'm, when I'm in the deep pits, Right? Because when I actually really need him or I'm sad or I'm emotional, like he's there for me. But any other time, like he's not there for me. God is not a circumstance kind of God or a service kind of God. He wants to show up every single day for you. He wants to walk with you every single day, Monday through Saturday. He wants to be with you every single day. He is not a circumstance-based God. But what we do is we make him seem like that. Because for us, we're like, okay, God is not going to show up unless I have a service. But I'm here to tell you, God is not just a Sunday thing. He is an all week, walk next to you kind of God, 24 seven. But for us, we just wanna live a life where maybe we can just kind of go all in on Sunday and then the rest of, the life, the rest of my week won't be hard because I won't have to be challenged from him or hear from him or make decisions on him because that's like really easy. I can, make, I can like give him my Sunday off, but I don't wanna give him the rest of my week. And can I tell you this? Can I beg you and tell you and, 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 just, and just really from the bottom of my heart, if you take God outside of Sunday and actually live a relationship with him, I promise you it will be the best decision of your entire life. Because the comfort and the peace and everything that he wants to give you throughout your week, you're actually with him. You're actually living with him. He is more than just a Sunday thing. Here's the, here's the illustration I got for you today. The problem in our lives is sometimes, this is my rock, okay? Rock is a little expensive because of uh, inflation in our world. So I went to Walmart and I got this coal, but for right now, this is rock, okay? And this is your life. 
Now, listen, this is, this is when we come into church, our life is really like kind of just like this bucket, okay? We're here, and we're trying, to, we're trying to suck everything in. We want to get everything, right? Pastor West is talking. It's so important. I'm even writing down notes. This is really, really good. This is amazing. It's kind of like this little, it's like a, it's like a little Band-Aid, right? Like, oh, that's a good word of encouragement. Oh, that's good. I got to see that friend, so I feel, like a, I feel like I'm really like close to Jesus a little bit. I'm like a little happy today. Oh, me and my wife, like we really enjoyed our time together. That was fun. That was fun. That's good. I love church. Oh, I'm even possibly going to show up a little early. I'm not going to serve. I'm not there yet. But I'm going to possibly show up not five minutes late, five minutes early, right? That's my life. This is amazing. I love church. And all these things are so good because these band-aids really are, they're healing wounds. Like church is healing a wound for you. You come, you get encouraged, that's amazing. This band-aid is amazing. It patches you up. When we get hurt, when we skim our knee or our kids get hurt, we go right away, we get some Neosporin and we put a band-aid on it. Because temporarily, it's gonna keep them from getting infected. And it's amazing and it's awesome. And church is doing that for a lot of you. It's encouraging you. It's making you feel you know, passionate. You're, you got a lot of Band-Aids in your life and you're like, ooh, I feel healed. Like I can go back out there and run again, right? Like when kids get hurt outside and you're like, no, you're not allowed to go back outside. And you're like, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm healed, I got a Band-Aid on my knee. I'm good, I'm ready to run. And that is your life. But as soon as you get out of church and Monday morning hits, your foundation is not very strong because band-aids aren't very heavy. Band-aids wear off after you get out of the shower. (laughs) They stretch, they tear, they're weak, they're not that strong. And in your life, this bucket is just weighed down by band-aids. Can you imagine if a storm came into this room and I just kicked this bucket over, what would it do? It would fly off the stage, it would roll around, it would lose all of its band-aids, it would go crazy, it would probably even break. And in your life, I'm trying to tell you this, that these band-aids in your life, you can't take a storm from just a Sunday encouragement. You cannot take a storm in your life. You can't fight and beat that divorce in your life with a Band-Aid. You can't fight that addiction online with a Band-Aid. Dads, oh man, this is passionate to me because I'm a dad now. You can't lead your families and your kids with just a bucket full of Band-Aids. You gotta have a firm foundation. You have to have a firm foundation. And this is what God is wanting you. This is what he's saying when he says, here's my rock, here's my word, here's my life. Build your life off of me. This is what he's saying is this. I'm gonna do more than just a Sunday encouragement. I'm gonna weigh down this bucket just a little bit more. Oh man, that's not even the full bag. But I can like, this is is pretty heavy. Man, that addiction is coming my way. Uh Uh-uh, I'm not going anywhere. I got rocks in my bucket weighing me down. That divorce is coming or that that argument with my wife or my husband I know is right around the corner. I'm gonna make that decision to make peace with them and love them because I made a commitment with God to work everything out and live with him and do everything through him. So I'm gonna fight that fight because my foundation is firm. Dads, moms, With a firm foundation, we can raise up our kids. 
not just to be like good people and go out and like, you know, do a really cool organization someday or like a cool 5K walk that like makes like, you know, some charity money, which is amazing. But I'm talking like we're raising our kids up to serve and love the Lord with a firm foundation. I'm capable of leading my son to the father. Single people in the room, I'm talking to you now. With a firm foundation, oh baby, with a firm foundation, you get the chance to make a good decision on your spouse forever. But with a weak band-aid foundation, you may kind of pick the wrong person because you're in an unhealthy spot. Or single people, you have a firm foundation, so guess what you get to do? You, your, your foundation is built on the rock. So when you go to school and you go home, you're not lonely. You know your worth from God. You're not some person who just bases your circumstances off of a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You got a firm foundation on God. And God wants to give you this foundation, but if we just make Jesus a Sunday thing, guess what? It's not gonna work. We have to build our foundation on God, on a solid foundation. And so I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna, this is a little different today, okay? I truly believe that response time is where things happen, where you can get personal with God, you can get personal with your families, things can start happening. I mean, this is just, when I, you get time to just sit at the feet of Jesus with your family. And can I challenge you with something? You're not gonna wanna move when I say this, okay? You're gonna instantly be like, this is so awkward. I hate that Ryan's doing this. He's always doing stuff like this. For the people that I always embarrass, you're like, I hate this guy. And I understand. My wife feels the same way every single day. But I'm asking you today to get with your families on a family Sunday some of you dads, you've never prayed over your kids. You've never took a time to put a hand on your sons or your daughters and say a quick word to God and say, God, will you help us glorify you today? Single people, you've never came to the front of an altar in a, in a situation where God is moving and the service is impactful and you've never just gave your life to Jesus to do whatever he wants through you, to do amazing things through you. You've never had that experience. Moms, you've never prayed to make it through that season of that rough time with that baby or that rough season that you're in. You've never taken time to ever pray. And today I'm challenging you with this. As we go into this song, I'm gonna ask you, if you wanna move, if you wanna come to the front, if you wanna huddle around your kids, if single people, you wanna come to the front and, and just do whatever you need to do to get close to Jesus. Dads, you wanna gather up your families and say, no, 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 not today, Satan. My family, we're gonna live for Jesus. I'm giving you a chance as we play this song to gather around in your seats and pray, to come up to the front and pray and spend some time with Jesus. It's like a what, three minute song, Gabe? It's a three minute song. Can you take three minutes out of your Sunday to pray over your families? I'm not even asking you to come to the front. I'm just asking you to build your foundation on him and step up and pray over your families. Pray over your life. Pray over your situation. And so as soon as they start singing, this is my challenge for you. Ready for this? Dads, you're gonna step up today and you're gonna say, I'm gonna lead my family towards Christ. I'm gonna pray over my family. Moms, you're gonna pray for your children. 
you're gonna pray for your husbands. Husbands, you're gonna pray for your wife. Single people in the room, you're gonna come up to the front or you're gonna stay in your chair and you're gonna raise your arms to Jesus and you're gonna ask Jesus, will you do whatever you want with me? Because I'm ready for you. I'm ready to find the person in my life. I wanna find him through you. I'm ready to be single for the rest of my life. I don't care what it is. God, I'm gonna do anything for you. Whatever you're going through in your life, circumstance based, circumstance based, you're going to take time to pray with Jesus as the song goes up. So I'm gonna ask you to stand to your feet. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to know more about Hope Church, please feel free to visit us at hopewintergarden.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Winter Garden. We hope you have a blessed day.